If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. The Jesse Kelly Show wanted to open this hour celebrating an Air Force birthday today on September 18th. Once again, happy birthday, Flyboys. <laughs> Quit. Focus. We're not talking about the Air Force anymore. All right. Maybe we are. We're talking about a pride flag. This one says a pride flag ban sparks accusations of betrayal in a tiny Michigan town. I'll skip for you all the annoying little details. Here's what you should know. This little town, it's a town that is full of Muslims. People, look, when you have, this is historically how immigration works. Whenever people immigrate from one nation to another, they tend to join up around people who are like them. You do that for obvious reasons, safety, security, familiarity, basic food stuff. You see evidence of this everywhere, every time you ever go, especially into any kind of a big city. Why is there a Little Italy in New York where you're walking down the sidewalk and the friggin' restaurants, they're all phenomenal. 
It's all in Italian. You can't, it's not even, why is that a place in New York City? Why? Well, because a bunch of Italians came over here at one point in time and they wanted to live around other Italians. The Irish did it. The Chinese did it. People, especially when they come to a new place, they want to live around people who are most like them. Now, everyone wants to live around people who are most like them. But immigrants will seek out mostly people from their nation, from the nation they immigrated from, and Lord willing, with who practice the religion they practice. One of the things that was fascinating for me, because we'd never been to Israel before, you know the show went to Israel this summer, and Jerusalem, I know I should have known this from all the stuff I've read and whatnot, I didn't realize it was divided up into four different quarters. The city was. You go to this part of town, that's the Muslim part of town. You go to this part of town, that's the Jewish part of town. You go to this part of town, that's the Christian part of town. In the Christian part of town, there was even a little gate you had to walk through. So on the Sabbath, when Christmas people weren't eating, uh, I forget what, we couldn't eat much on the Sabbath because no one was no one was working. Remember, even, even at the hotel, they weren't serving much. It was Sabbath, wasn't it, Chris? Or was it Passover? It was, what? Is it, do I have it wrong? What? What? What, Chris? What? Can you explain? Just waving me off doesn't make me more cultured. You're not supposed to do any work on Shabbat. I know that's what I was saying, so we couldn't get any food. Anyway, you had to go to the Christian part of town to get some food, but you understand what I mean. So here's something that has been happening in America, over, especially over the last 20, 30 years. Muslims and their relationship with the American political sector, with America's politics. We have Muslim immigrants here, just like we have immigrants from anywhere else. Because many of the Muslim countries on earth are war-torn places, we have probably an amplified amount of Muslims versus other kinds, probably. So when Muslims get here, they're going to want to live around other Muslims, understandably. Now, the right has historically had an extremely frictioned relationship with Islam. Why? Well, because the right likes to consider itself mostly Judeo-Christian, and that's very fair. That's that's That would make up the majority of the people who identify as being on the right. Is that everybody? No. Shoot, remember the pagan guy who called in? It's, is that everyone? No. There are atheists on the right. There are all kinds of people on the right. But the right mainly identifies that way. Recently, in recent decades, there's been a ton of tension between Muslims and Jews and Muslims and Christians. A ton of tension. The reason I said recently is this. It's not that there's not historical tension, but historically, remember, it just depends on the region. It depends on the time frame. There are plenty of times throughout history where the Muslims and Jews were actually getting along pretty well on in this region or that region. And then there'd be a conflict with the Christians. Remember, the Christians fight the Jews. The Christians fight the Muslims. The Muslims join with the Jews. The Jews join with the Christians. Like the, the, Throughout history, depending on the period of time you're in, these the three Abrahamic religions, those are the, that's what we're talking about here, they tend to, to ebb and flow depending on how things are on the planet. Well, Muslims have, have been thought of because of radical Islamic terrorism They've been thought of as kind of the, well, I'm not so sure about them. Well, what's Hey, what do you got in that vest over there? That kind of, that kind of thinking. Well, that was fertile ground for the communists to step up. America's communists, remember, you know what communism is, the religion of the malcontent. 
They saw that and they stepped up and they said, hey, Muslims, we love you. Hey, come join our coalition. You are welcome. Oh, I just threw my pen on accident and hit my glasses after I threw my pen. Anyway, hey, you are welcome here. Come on in, Muslims. You're welcome here on the commie side of the aisle. The problem for the communists is this. You see, America's communists, no different than any others, they're all about building these coalitions, bringing as many malcontents as you can to acquire all this power for yourself. They made a mistake there, though. Because Muslims, traditionally, this isn't universal. Obviously, we're, we're doing a lot of broad strokes here that, are, that I'm sure will be wildly offensive. Muslims like their religion. Communists like their religion, too. It was inevitable... Those two religions were not going to be able to coexist. America's communists convinced themselves that America's Muslims would always be on the right side of things as far as how they vote. I mean, on the left side of things, always vote Democrat as far as how they vote, because of course they would, right? After all, the right hates you. Come on in. You're on our side, but they don't want pride flags. They don't want their children learning to cut their penises off in school. And what you're going to have happen in places like Michigan and Minnesota, that's really two of the big Muslim hotbeds of the country, you're going to have these communities that have been traditionally run by leftist politicians. They're going to start running into serious problems and already are running into serious problems with their Muslim constituency especially because the Muslim constituency, they're not quite as laissez-faire as the Christians. Sadly, the Christians are very laid back when it comes to this stuff. Now, we're getting much better, much more aggressive, much more anti-communist. But the Muslims, have you seen any of the videos of the school board meetings where the Muslim parents got a hold of some of these LGBTQ books? Why are you gay? Let me just tell you, they weren't asking questions They were making demands on what you will and won't show my son. I think this is going to be an interesting battle moving forward because the left is going to have to figure out. Remember, they don't like to let you don't they don't like to let coalition partners go. You would never want to let a coalition partner go. So you don't want to do that. But they are 1000 percent committed to the rainbow LGBTQ stuff. That is probably the most powerful force on the left today, the LGBTQ Air Force stuff. That's probably the most powerful force. So Chris says, does the right take take them in? Okay, so I have a theory. I don't even know if you count this as a theory, actually. I have a, a dream, a dream, if you will. Call me crazy, and I probably am crazy. I have this dream that moving forward, as the communists ramp up their evil, which we know they will do. as they Remember, all this LGBTQ stuff, it gets worse from here, not better. The abortion, the, the, all that stuff gets worse, not better from here. As they ramp up the depravity, I think it's going to push the Abrahamic religions, at least in the West, not just in this country, in the West. I think it's going to smush all three of them together again on the same team. Now, maybe that's a stupid pipe dream, but I do have this pipe dream where there's a political battle we fight in the future, and it's Christians, Jews, and Muslims on one side, and it's the LGBT, it's all that other stuff on the other side of it. 
and it would make sense. And I'm not saying those two, those three religions are just going to hold hands and we're all going to get along, right? Because there's the two, the, the differences are gigantic. I'm not being naive. I'm really not. Oh, they're all going to just come together and live happily ever after. That's not the way that works. There, there are too many differences there. But politically, I see a, po- a potential political coalition with that. The cultural stuff, a lot of people on the right love to dismiss it. They want to get rid of it. It doesn't matter. The cultural stuff is the most important stuff. And the cultural stuff is the stuff we can win the most on. Remember, you might have a hard time convincing your normie neighbor, Norm, why that millionaire over there actually should probably get a tax cut. That might be a difficult argument, right? That's tough to get that through to Norm. It's not hard to convince Norm that his son doesn't shouldn't cut his penis off. Norm's really, really on the same page with you there. All right. We have to pause on all the news because it is, well, there's something bigger today. This may be the holiday of the year, and we are going to celebrate it in a way that only we can here on the Jesse Kelly Show. And you're going to have to wait and see what I'm talking about. Before we get to that, I want you to do something. I want you to celebrate the gift of a great night's sleep with me. Now, hold on. That didn't. I didn't mean sleep with me. No, either way, they're, they're, my pillow has great sheets. They're percal sheets. They're very, very comfortable. They're my favorite sheets. You know about all the my pillow stuff, the my pillow 2.0s and the slippers and the pajamas and. But these percal sheets, man, they're special, and they have a huge sale going on right now. Queen size sheets. They're normally eighty nine ninety eight. Right now, they're thirty five bucks. You get a twin set for twenty five bucks. Go get a couple sets of the best sheets ever and start sleeping better than you ever have. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com and click on that square. You'll see the square right at the top, the radio listener special square, and use the code JESSE. Get you a couple sets of Percal sheets. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or call 800-845-0544. You're listening to the Oracle. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. And before we get to this holiday, I have an email I want to get to. I also wanted to touch real quickly on this story here because we have a little bit of journalism. Um, This is a headline from CNN. 7,000 people arrive on Italian island of 6,000 as migrant crisis overwhelms Lampedusa. That's the Italian island. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Lampedusa. And we did a little bit of digging, actually, and we've got a little bit of journalism. It's Journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. In case you're wondering how things are going on that island, how they're dealing with all these illegals, we got a little bit of audio for you here. We will keep you updated as we go along. Dear Mr. Shogun Miniguns Kelly, recently everyone has been talking about how men think about the Roman Empire every day. I heard you mention this too. I'm a married man with two children, but you're starting to make me question if I might be gay. I don't think about the Roman Empire very much. So I just ordered my chalk mail vitality stack and my chocolate powder promo code Jesse 
Can you recommend a book or documentary on the Roman Empire to get me on the bandwagon? <laughs> First of all, um, I see, he says I can say his name. I, I don't really know that I should name him, but his name's Scott. Look, you're the one who wanted your name out there, Scott. All right, Scott, listen. I have a bunch of books and documentaries and things like that I could recommend for you on the Roman Empire. I don't know that you're ready yet. Because you said you just ordered your male vitality stack from Chalk. I don't know if you have the testosterone necessary to begin tackling the Roman Empire. Uh, that male vitality stack, you need to give it 90 days, all right? What that's going to do is that's going to give you a 20% increase in your testosterone. After 90 days, you can begin embarking on your investigations into Rome, documentaries, and books then give it another 90, then you'll be ready to go. After about a year on the male vitality stack from Chalk, you should be ready to really consume everything that is Rome. I'm, look, I'm doing this to protect you, Scott. All right, I'm on your side here. Uh, make sure you just go to chalk.com, promo code JESSE, get you 35% off that subscription. Get a subscription, not just because you need it for a very long time, but because it saves you 35% off, 35% off subscription. So, Chalk.com promo code Jesse for Scott and anyone else who wants to do some digging into the Roman Empire. Now, today's a holiday. I bet you didn't know, but it is. It is National Cheeseburger Day here in America. And I bet you already know what's coming, don't you? I haven't done it. It's been over a year since I've done it. I think it's, man, it's been almost two years since I've done it. It's been a long time since I did the recipe. Chris, how long's it been? You think it, how long do you think? It's maybe six months. You're outside of your mind. Michael, when's the last time I did the cheeseburger recipe? It's been forever. It's been a year. Michael said a month ago, you guys are both stupid. I'll tell you what, Chris, go ahead and find it. I did not give it out on Friday. Chris, go ahead and find it. Would you say March 29th? Well, yeah, it was like two years ago or something like that. You mean like this March or something? Well, that wasn't six months, Chris, idiot. Anyway, it's National Cheeseburger Day. So I... I'm going to teach you how to make the greatest cheeseburger ever. Pull up a chair. And remember, if you miss this, don't email me and ask me to tell me to repeat it. The show is podcasted. They podcast the show, meaning every word I say gets put on a podcast that you can download and listen to anytime you want. On iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes, just look up the Jesse Kelly show. They even split up all three hours. This one will be in the third hour. So there you go. It'll all be written, well, not written down, recorded in audio format. First, you want to make a great burger? You got to go to the grocery store. You have to pick out some things. I hope, I sincerely hope you're getting your burger from Good Ranchers, but if you're not, Go to the burger section of your store and get the fattiest meat you can. That's how you begin. Remember, this is not health night. This is cheeseburger night. Preferably, it's at least 80-20. They have 73-27 here in Texas, but at least 80-20. Don't let your, don't, don't, don't grab that 90-10. Don't even bother. Then to the buns. Do not just grab the first pack of buns you see off the shelf. The buns are not just a vehicle to get the burger and the cheese into your mouth. The bun is important. It's everything. I had a restaurant cheeseburger this, uh, this weekend. It's a place that I discovered, and I took my sons out to it this weekend. I, and the wife, me and the wife took the sons out this weekend. 
and they were they were asking about the burgers, and I told them I think they make the buns in house, and the buns are part of what make this burger because the buns are almost just melt in your mouth. They're so light and delicious. So why do you know that in a restaurant? Yet when it comes to the grocery store, you think all the packs of buns are the same when they're not the same. Stand there at the bun section and finger some buns. Your fingers better be all over those buns. Finger them until you find the perfect ones. Put them in the cart. Move on. Get down to the cheese section. Forget about all your fancy cheeses. This is cheeseburger night. This is white trash night. This is my night. Get the American cheese slices. American cheese slices. That's the cheese that melts the way it should. That's the cheese. Then to the seasoning section. No, we're not com- We're not combining it with Gouda, Chris. No. Did I say combine it with Gouda, Chris? Is that what I said? Anyway, no, it's not an option. It's not an option, okay? No. You can't eat these anyway. You people have to sit this one out, Chris. These are my burgers. All right, back to what we're talking about. Move down to the seasoning section. Garlic powder. I didn't say garlic salt, did I? Garlic powder. Garlic salt will make it too salty. Trust me. Garlic powder. Any kind of general seasoning. It can be Lowry's or Nature's Own or whatever. This is not important. Just pick a general seasoning you like. And then to the hot sauce section where you will grab the Chipotle Tabasco sauce. I didn't say regular Tabasco. I didn't say Chipotle Cholula. I didn't say your favorite hot sauce. I said Chipotle Tabasco sauce, didn't I? There. You have all the ingredients you need. Don't worry about lettuce and tomato since you're not making a salad. I need you to just go pay for your items, get to your vehicle, and get home. We will finish our prep of the world-famous Jesse Kelly burger, and then we're going to go back to why doctors can't figure out a difference between COVID and allergies. Huh. Next. I've got an animal inside of me. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is the Jesse Kelly show finishing up our education tonight on how to what Chris, how to make the world's greatest cheeseburger. And then we're going to get back to some of these stories. In fact, we have to deal with a little drama fallout in politics that's been happening over the past few days. I'll explain what's going on there and other things. All right. Finishing up the cheeseburger stuff. You get home with all your ingredients. Take your burger, put it in a tray or a big bowl, whatever. Light dusting of the garlic powder. Light dusting of the general seasoning. Don't overdo this. It makes it too salty. A boatload of the Chipotle Tabasco sauce all over the burger. Mix it all up really, really good. Form your patties super thin. A good burger is a thin burger, not a thick burger. Then you cook my burgers one at a time on a flat top, whatever that may be. If you have a griddle, I use I use a griddle now, a Blackstone griddle. What I mostly have used in my life is just a frying pan on the stove or the or the grill. Just throw a frying pan on there. It's going to be a lot of splatter because it's cooking in its own fat. Sizzle, flip, put the cheese on so it can melt on the flip. Put it on a bun, eat it. No condiments are needed. Congratulations. Greatest cheeseburger ever. What, Chris? One flip, one flip. Chris asked if I flipped it multiple times. One flip on the burger. Only one flip on the burger. All right, enough. Let's get to this. The guy emailed in a question that I can't necessarily read, but there's a question about, there, there was a, there's a Democrat running for office in Virginia. She's a, a, a lady. Um, there was a little bit of a controversy last week. I'm going to try to be so careful here. There was a little bit of a controversy last week because uh, apparently prior to her running for office, she used to make money online. Uh, online. How, am I, how am I supposed to say this? Chris, she used to make money uh, uh, performing with her husband online. Good. Good enough. Good enough. There we go. Well, thank you, Michael. Thank you. I was proud of that too. Look at nailed it. <laughs> uh, that's obviously causing some controversy. And then this story came out last week with Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert 
the congresswoman from Colorado, you know, the winner of the reigning hottest woman in Congress champion. She, quote, got caught in a theater, got kicked out of a, a, a theater where they were doing some Shakespeare play. They accused her of vaping. And then they put out some video online where she was with her date. Uh, she's either freshly divorced or getting one. I don't know. And her date was pretty, uh, uh, pretty handsy and she was pretty handsy and whatever. They looked like a couple teenagers. Okay. So let's just address this right off the bat. The, uh, the online Democrat in Virginia woman. I'm going to leave that whole thing alone just because it's kind of icky and it's a family show and I don't want to touch it. I will say it is going to be interesting for the next generation because she's got kids. It's going to be interesting and horrific, to be honest, for the next generation of children who grow up in an era where the chances are not zero that mommy at one point in time paid her bills doing things she shouldn't have been doing on the internet and that is a very, very sad state of affairs. So I'll set that aside. As far as the Bobert stuff goes, I'm not going to address what she was doing personally with her date. And again, I don't know, uh, you know, they're the going through a divorce thing. Or is she already divorced? Or, or what about the kids? I, 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 don't, I don't know how all that's working. Here's what I do know. What I do know is this. The only reason you ever saw, if you did see that video of Lauren Boebert and her date in that theater, the reason you saw that video is that's infrared video. It was dark in that theater. You can tell from the video that's infrared video. So no one else could see them. That means an employee or employees at that theater, they clipped that specific video that was taken in the dark and they put it online to take out Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert, who also almost lost her last congressional run in that district. That's a close district. Why don't I jump in and pile on in these times? Why would I participate in a communist hit job against one of my own? Well, Jesse, I don't like what she did. I didn't say anything about what she did. I hate what she did. I don't care about that. That's, that's, that's a totally reasonable position to take. I think it was inappropriate. I think she's embarrassing. I think, oh, that's all fine. I got it. Yes, fine. Have your opinions about Bobert or what you did. That's fine. It's a communist hit job. It's a communist hit job. That's why the video's on the internet. Because a communist wanted to take her out. Why would I participate in a communist hit job to take out somebody who votes the way I want? Oh, and did I mention... You can love her or hate her. Lauren Boebert is one of the 20 congressional holdouts who held Kevin McCarthy's feet to the fire over being speaker and got a bunch of concessions so we didn't have the most pathetic low-T GOP Congress in history. And those 20 Republicans, if I remember correctly, were called terrorists by other Republicans on their own side, and Boebert was one of those Republicans. And so, okay, playing magic fingers and Shakespeare in the dark with your date, and I'm supposed to get mad about that? And that's your business. Do you think, let me ask you something. Let's do it this way. Let's do something. Let's say uh, Nancy Pelosi came to town tonight. 
and I find out that Nancy Pelosi's scheduled to go to a concert here in Houston tonight. She's coming to, coming, coming to town. Me, Chris, Michael, you know how we're covert operatives here. We've had extensive training. We decide we're going to go see if we can't catch Nancy Pelosi on camera. And we go, and the lights go down at the concert. And as soon as the lights go down at the concert, Nancy Pelosi reaches up, and she takes her dentures out. And Paul Pelosi takes his dentures out, and they start making out without the dentures in. And I took this video in the dark. And I put this video online. It's on the show's Twitter page tomorrow. Chris, Michael, get back. They uploaded this this grainy video we had to take in the dark. The great denture makeout. What, Chris? It's fine. The great denture makeout. How many Democrats do you think the next day would join in the outrage? How many? Let's go ahead and start with zero. You know what? Forget about the denture makeout. What if I go? What if we go and we we find Nancy Pelosi doing uh, lines of cocaine off of right off of her right off the the little seat in front of her at the concert? Lines of cocaine right there, just booger sugar, just her and Hunter take it into concert together. And I uploaded that video. How many communists would participate in taking out Grandma Vodka because of a video I put up, because of a hit job I did? None. I'm not saying we don't hold our people accountable. We certainly can. And we certainly should. In fact, this party needs a whole lot of clean out. But I don't participate in communist hit jobs against my own. And I definitely don't participate in communist hit jobs against one of the only 20 members of Congress that had the balls to actually stand up and fight for me when fighting for me was very, very difficult. Beyond that, you make your own judgments on it. And, and again, I'm not telling you how to feel about that one situation or another, but let's do remember this. The stakes are high out here. And let's remember that these people never, unless they're in a, one of those internal power struggles like dumping Andrew Cuomo in New York, these people would never take out one of their own at our behest. They might do it on their own. They might take out their own people. They would never join with us to take out one of their people. Why are we so quick to do that? All right. A couple more emails than headlines I didn't get to. Next. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Chris, I need something from you. I forgot to tell you before. I, I should use, I should take advantage of the breaks to work, but then we had those ice cream sandwiches, and so I didn't end up getting that done. So we're just going to have to do this live on the show. I want you to grab a clip. I don't want anyone else to listen. This is just me and Chris. Chris, I want you to grab a clip of one of the ladies on The View saying something really, really stupid. Just don't worry. You, you have a minute. Just, look, I realize. Look, it's not like I gave you a hard task. Okay, there's a whole bunch of those to pick to choose from. Just find one of those. Before we get to that, I'm going to talk to you for a minute about making basic preparations to ease your mind. I know we get stressed about things. And it's easy to stress about the financial situation when you take a step back and realize these are the people who run our financial institutions. We are focused on climate change and the impact, the adverse impact that's having on developing countries, on emerging markets. Um, it- Make sure you're making preparations for a rocky future. 
I have no idea how rocky, and I have no idea when that rocky future will get here. But make sure you're making preparations, including food preparations. Having an emergency three-month food kit is just basic responsibility. That's just basic parenting. My Patriot Supply, they have them ready to go. Everyone who lives in your home needs an emergency three-month food kit. If it's just one of you, just get one. You don't have to overdo it. You don't have to get 10 years worth of survival stuff. This is to get you by, to get you through. That's the basics. When you go to preparewithjessikelly.com, you'll find them $200 off. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Go get your emergency three-month food kit. All right? All right. Now. Buenas tardes, Pink Flower. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Back to you. Is there anything bigger than the women on The View? Do you think the reason they're so cantankerous is because there's nothing bigger than, uh, than them for them to be part of? And he said, sincerely, thank you for all you do. Uh, yes and no. There are bigger things than The View. But Chris, would you play whatever clip you came up with? Play it. Go ahead and play it. We at the Lincoln Project pointed that out in the Virginia race. Yeah. The critical race theory is the new N-word for yes. Republicans and the, the Southern strategy okay. in 2021. The ladies at The View have reached their pinnacle and they all know it. It's not because that's the pinnacle of all media. It's because that's the best they can hope for. Many human beings, most human beings, I would argue, they understand they have limitations and they understand what those limitations are. This is my skill set, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm only so good at this. I'm gonna... If you're on The View, you are not only an anti-American commie hag, you're almost undoubtedly an idiot. They're all dumb. I, Whoopi's dumb. They're all really, really, really dumb. They just are. They're dumb. I, I, that was Sonny Huston, I believe her name is. I don't even know that Sonny's the dumbest one on the show. I, I really, I mean that. I don't know that she's the dumbest one on the show. If you find yourself making millions of dollars a year sitting around a table arguing with five other women all day long on television, you understand there is nothing higher you will ever achieve in this lifetime. So to answer your question, yes, they understand that's the highest they will ever achieve. Now, I just want to say this before we get to official headlines I didn't get to. This is from The Blaze. NBC News is mocked for a report revealing doctors find it increasingly difficult to distinguish COVID from allergies or the common cold. I'm just going to say this. I know... I understand that COVID exists. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not denying the existence of COVID. But do you remember when the flu disappeared? You don't have to take my word for that. There, you, I would invite you to go look up the flu in America and look up some charts and graphs for the flu in America. For about a year there, interestingly, it was 2020, the election year. But interestingly, in that year, the flu Pop, just disappeared, vanished like it was nothing. And now that all the COVID mania is gone, the flu is ticking back up. And I just always thought that was, hmm, that was so interesting. And now, here's a headline. By the, go, you know the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. 
And don't forget, we are going to keep you abreast of the situation with the illegals and Italy as we go along. So nothing new for now. Biden sends White House team to Detroit to help resolve UAW strike. Biden, this actually puts the Biden administration in a real bind. You see, they have to sell themselves as being pro-union. Otherwise, they're going to get blown out of the Rust Belt really, really badly because they really bank on a bunch of really stupid white working class union guys not realizing they're trying to destroy their livelihood. So they need to be pro-union. At the same time, they cannot afford a strike. A UAW strike is going to hit the big three uh, automakers. This has the potential to really, really hurt the economy or at least big parts of it. That is a big, that's a lot of jobs, a lot of manufacturing, a lot of things that are attached to the auto making business kind of get shut down if that gets shut down. The Biden administration is in a bind here. They're going to try to resolve it. Woke Marin Morris announces she's leaving country music because it's misogynistic and racist and homophobic and transfer. Oh my gosh, I'm already bored. DOJ defies House Judiciary Committee, refuses to allow FBI agent Elvis Chan to testify before Congress in his role in suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop story. A reminder that Elvis Chan is a name most people don't even know when he's the FBI agent who used his position to protect the Bidens, Elvis Chan should already be in federal prison for the rest of his natural life. Special counsel asks for narrow gag order for Trump in election interference case. This is, of course, Tanya Chutkin, that Trump-hating nutjob commie judge out of D.C. All these judges, all these prosecutors are going to be a problem for Trump Nobody is going to be as big of a problem as this Tanya Chutkin in D.C. I'm telling you what, this commie is going to make life miserable for Trump and everyone else. Berlin's brand Ber, uh, Berlin Berlin's Brandenburg Gate spray painted by climate activists. Look, I'm starting to have less and less sympathy for the West with these climate nutters. They spray paint this and they glue themselves to that. You get what you tolerate. Start taking these people who are all paid, they're all paid to do this. They're all organized and paid. Start taking them, boom, automatic 10-year prison sentence and watch all these things stop overnight. Overnight. Send one of these people to prison for 10 years and and it'll stop. But if you lack the willpower to send these people away and do what's necessary to save your nation, maybe your nation doesn't deserve to be saved. Obama solicits funds to help Libya 12 years after bombing country into the Stone Age. (laughs) That's from my buddy Jordan Schachtel. You do have to appreciate the honesty of that. All right. I'll be honest with you about something. It's just you and me talking. Nobody else, just you and me. I'm going to be back here tomorrow. <laughs> you thought I was going to say something different, didn't you? Well, I didn't. You can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, and I'll see you tomorrow. That's all. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.